mind is when I found out that on this song, Ice Water from the, the Raekwon the Chef only built for Cuban links. When I found out that this song samples Bing Crosby, I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas. So if you ever if you ever heard Bing Crosby, he's like, oh, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Like that's that's what's sampling in the background. That's why I knew, I knew that Rizzo was a genius. To sample Bing Crosby, that's that's what I love about hip hop so much. That hip hop, we find a way to to sample someone's voice or, or pick out a song from thirty years ago or forty years ago or fifty years ago or sixty years ago, and turn it into a sample and flip the beat and just turn it into something completely different than it was intended to be. And and I love. The great producers, the Rizzas, the Dr. Dre's, the Q-Tips, the Jay Dillas of the world. They always, the Knife Wonders, they always have some, some cutting edge way to make music and make it fantastic. And a lot of these people don't necessarily have formal drum training or formal guitar training or formal piano training. But they find a way to make it work, man. And it's, it's, it's fantastic. I want to I wanna pivot a little bit. I was I was talking about healthcare in the first segment. You know, in this show, we we really getting into our groove, especially now that we're on in Atlanta. Shout out to everybody on on iHeartRadio, WWE, the real 1100 AM. Where we're on from three to four weekdays, and and obviously we're on in Seattle on Kixie. Shout out to everybody listening on Kixie during drive time in Seattle. Getting a lot of positive feedback from the affiliates. Getting feedback from listeners. I'm heading out to Rise West, which is the Probably the biggest healthcare convention the rest of the year. We're bringing the Galanda cast out to the West Coast. I'm being Phoenix. Me and Rampage are going to be back in the building. So, so Rampage and I have not been together since the pandemic. And I'm very excited about getting back with my brother. My brother from another mother. DJ Rampage, the, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flip Mode Squad. So we're about to make it happen. I want to talk about a good journalist, and I, I try to be a journalist. I don't want to be a hot take artist. I don't want to be a shock jock. I think when I was talking sports only, I was really into the hot takes and, and all of that stuff. That's what sells. But now that we're more into healthcare, you can't hot take healthcare. Now if you want to have a legitimate consulting business, you can't nuke and flame and napalm people. I try to call it down the middle as as uh, as honestly as I see it, but I try to look at multiple perspectives in all of my opinions and what I present. So when I'm talking about a controversial subject like abortion, I'm not going to take anyone's side. I'm not going to say that it's immoral. I'm not going to say my body, my choice. I'm going to say what matters to me is not your motive. It's none of my business, and it's not my place to judge. I'm going to say that what's important to me is rather you're in a state that abortion is legal in or a state that abortion is illegal in, 
Do we have the best opportunities for care for the mother as she's going through the pregnancy? If she terminates the pregnancy, if she chooses to complete the pregnancy, then what happens to the child? Are we taking good care of the children? So whatever we're doing, what's the best prenatal care, postnatal care, and care for the child? Or care if someone chooses to terminate their pregnancy. That's what I'm concerned with. I'm not concerned with the political theater. I'm not concerned with the moral theater. I'm concerned that everyone has access to health care and can be healthy. And their children can be healthy. And that's in a nutshell what, what I'm doing on the show. Well, every once in a while, I have to, as a journalist, I have to realize that I'm wrong. And I, this is something that I've been wrong about. And I had a bad take on this. And I have to recant and say that, hey, my viewpoint, after thinking about it and, and listening to some other people talk about it, I need to take a different path. And that's specifically on Bronnie James. So I heard Skip Bayless a couple weeks ago hating on Bronnie James. And Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp, I love their show. I like Skip with Shannon better because unlike Stephen A. Smith, there's always a possibility, there's always a 1% possibility that Skip Bayless will say something stupid and Shannon Sharp will jump over the table like Jim Everett did on, on Jim Rome back in the day. And that would not have happened. You know, when you have Stephen A. Smith and Mad Dog going at it, they're, they're two old guys. Stephen A. Smith just had shoulder surgery. Shannon Sharp looks like he could still be a body in training camp for the Broncos. If they needed him to suit up at tight end, he could still go out there and get your four catches and 76 yards and a couple of key first downs. So there's, a, this, there's, there's this allure. Will Skip Bayless say the wrong thing and get and get thrashed on national TV where they have to cut to break as they're going through their hot takes. Now, I've been critical of Bronny James, but not because I have anything against Bronny James. I think that he seems to be a great young kid. It's not easy to grow up in the limelight and to stardom, to be LeBron James' son, to be named after LeBron James. That's very difficult to do. When your dad is arguably the best to ever strap him up, and your dad is a global icon, your dad is a billionaire before 40, while still playing. And everywhere you go, you have a life of privilege, right? You, you're flying first class everywhere. You're driving. Your first car is probably a Ferrari or something. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know how to, the James family does. I'm sure that they're humble. But, but you have access to everything you want. I assume that Bronny James has not heard the word no that much in his life. And you got mansions all over the country. You got the Ohio mansion. You got the California mansion. I assume they own properties and other places. If they just want to pick up and go to Hawaii or Dubai for a couple of months, they can do that. But everything your father does is scrutinized. So that's got to be difficult in an Instagram, Facebook, pop-up society. I've been critical of Bronny James basically saying that he's not a one-and-done NBA prospect, which I still don't believe. I never said that he was a scrub. I never said that he was a bum. I never said that he was a disappointment. I think you let him develop in his own manner. Obviously, he's LeBron James' son. He's going to have better DNA than me and you. So he's going to have a 40-inch vert. So I think I, I saw him yamming on somebody, took the ball coast to coast, banged on him. And people were shocked. I wasn't shocked. I'm like, that's, that's Bronny James. Even Michael Jordan's son, who was short, 
I think he was like 5'11 or 6 feet, was averaging 19 a game at Central Florida. Because you just have better DNA. You're born to understand how to cut cut off the, the, the sideline on the full court press. You're, you're born understanding how to finish on a fast break. You don't have to count your steps to, to dunk a basketball. You just jump. And those tendons and ligaments, they're, they're flexible. And it's like you got rubber bands down there. You're, you're, you're the human Reebok pump. But Skip Bayless was hating on Bronny James and really going in on him and, and you know, basically bringing that negativity that Skip Bayless does. And I was watching that, and I was just like, you know, I got to really change my perspective on, on Rainey. First of all, LeBron James is, is not an adult. He hasn't done anything wrong, right? Like, he's a kid, so he's just out there playing AAU basketball. Now playing with his little brother. And we spend so much time trying to rank people and and and. We have to tear someone down to big someone up. So I think Bryce James is taller than, than Bronny. He seems to be more likely to hit the DNA lottery. He's taller at a younger age. He seems like he has the skill set and size that's going to be a little bit more comparable to being a successful NBA player. Now, we don't know what will happen with, Le- with, with Bronny James. LaMelo Ball grew like six inches as a junior, as a senior. If LaMelo Ball was only 6'2", he probably wouldn't be in the NBA right now. But because he's 6'6", 6'7", he's going to be an all-star the next 10 years barring injury. And I don't know if Bronny James is is going to go. I mean, we've seen that he's being recruited by Ohio State, Oregon, I think North Carolina, Duke, UCLA. He's a very high-ranking prospect. He seems like he's getting better. Doesn't seem like he's getting much taller. So it doesn't look like he's going to be 6'7", 6'8", 6'9", like daddy. But he has great instincts, great athleticism. I think he's going to work it out, man. He's going to find a way to get to the league. Is he going to be Carmelo Anthony? Is he going to be like his father? Is he going to be like LaMelo Ball? Is he going to be Zion Williamson? Hell no. But that doesn't mean that the, the NBA, we forget that, you know, the NBA only has one or two of those guys on each team. They only have one Kevin Durant. I know people clicked up. You, you have two of those guys. You got to have a lot of P.J. Tuckers to win championships. You got to have Jordan Poole's to win championships. You got to have Sean Elliott's to win championships. Robert Ory's to win championships. Everybody doesn't have to be a frontline elite 25-point-a-game starter. And I, I just think when I saw Skip Bayless rip Bronny James and just tear him down for no reason, a kid, it really made me feel how despicable this industry can be just to get a click, just to get a take, take a run after a kid. And I said once, I said that Bronny James is more likely to play for Iona than to go to the league as a one-and-done and that's how I felt at the time. But that was a lot of negative energy. It was unnecessary. It was unacceptable for me. This kid's out there playing his heart out. He's, he's been the best that he can be. He's not getting into trouble. He comes from a royal family. Scrutiny. Some people hate his father. Some people are mad that his father is, is sitting in what they think is Kobe's seat or Magic's seat or Kareem's seat. 
And I'm just not going to be that guy that that, that rips someone that's, that's just trying to, to sell a story, trying to get attention. I, I think it's some sucker stuff. It's below Skip Bellis. It's below me. And and for that, I was wrong, and I apologize. I hope that Bronny James goes to Duke or NC. I hope he averages 20 a game. I hope that he's fantastic. And I hope he has a very successful career in the NBA, whether he plays with his father or for his father, because his father's probably going to own the expansion team in Vegas. But we've got to get to where we're, we're tearing people down just for sport, just to get attention and clicks. Lance J Show. Paragon 7, Seven. Studio. Studio. James Lewis. My, my nephew, Bryce who just turned nine, he beats the brakes off of me at FIFA. He's a soccer player. My, my nephews, Tristan and Bryce, are soccer players up in Cleveland. And every time I see them, we whip out the Nintendo Switch. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo squad. It was talking smack to me. And I started to say, I was like, look, Bryce, man, you're, you're eight years old. We're about to take this outside and settle it like men. If you keep talking smack. Things get heated in, in, in battle on the sticks, as we used to call them. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. 